What's going on, y'all? As we hop in, we wanted to first offer a land acknowledgement to honor the ancestors and the earth. We acknowledge that we reside on the original land of the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Yuchi, and Shawnee people. We honor them as the original caretakers of this land. We also honor ancestors of African descent whose forced labor built our city. We give gratitude to the earth elements, land, local waters, air, and fire for sustaining our human life. To learn more, we encourage you to visit native-land.ca as you deepen your relationship with the original inhabitants of the land in which you reside on. And with that in mind, let's hop in. Yeah, it makes sense to me. We're all within this one system, having these different perspectives and experiences in relationship to the system mm -hmm. um, in these, these very different ways. And I think, I always think about like any, having this conversation in any context that it's had, millennials, like this is a very millennial conversation it to is. me. It is. Millennials, we, we all seem to agree. We do. About the basis of what we're talking about right now yep. is that there is more value to non-monetary things mm -hmm. than there is to just having money in a bank account. Mm -hmm. Like every millennial I know is structured that way. It began, I think, with the gap year concept. Mm -hmm. Not begin, but at least that was around that time where I need a year to figure out what the fuck yeah. I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Right? Right. Like forget this school, forget this yeah. next thing, like forget doing four more years. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And why? Yeah, and the baby boomers, that's like a they foreign don't get concept. That. That's not like, that has no purpose to them because it's like the baby boomer generation's mentality is the meaning of life is money. The meaning of life is working for money. Mm -hmm. And then millennials came, we're all probably like from some same starseed race or whatever, like every millennial who came with this purpose to like shake shit up and be like, no, 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 no. There's more value to the, the spiritual, the etheric, to these non-tangible mm -hmm. things, these experiences we mm -hmm. want to have, these mm -hmm. things that like generate certain emotions in the mm -hmm. body rather than just money sitting in an account. You know, it's we're, millennials are kind of like the product of a, of a things like that collective generate, ascension. Things that generate emotion in the body. Yeah. That's what we value as, I think most millennials value that. And like we said, relationships with people. Mm -hmm more than like anything like that's why i quit a good paying job in our great city yeah because i had value on not the money but my life experiences yeah and i completely left that and restructured my whole life swallowed all my pride like a lot of folk that i'm sure you probably may or may not see on social media world like there's a lot of folk in this millennial age yeah who have been able to be successful financially though too sure and still while pursuing meaning mm -hmm. like it's not it's not necessary it's so for it to be having to rely on someone else mm -hmm. or rely on a, a, for former savings you can in fact mm -hmm. still be financially um uh free yeah and expansive mm -hmm. while pursuing meaning mm -hmm. that's so true what well, i I wonder about the individual situations of course of those people and how they were able to 
manifest or get themselves into maneuver into that situation yeah because i don't know like i think about people like i think about how like race comes into question here and how certain ones of us have been denied things like being able to inherit a home and like home inheritance is a huge pathway to it's a huge stepping stone to like wealth Mm -hmm. and building wealth and Mm -hmm. like having real estate and stuff Mm -hmm. and that affords a lot of people the freedom that we're the financial freedom we're talking about Mm -hmm. to be in purpose Mm -hmm. it's because they have this one thing this 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 home or this land or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um 401k yeah 401k or you know whatever the thing is for me i have like a lot of savings and retirement and stuff so yeah and, and it's like we talked about too how we we are <laughs> using these things that we have these resources that we have in ways that wouldn't make sense to the, the baby boomers mm-hmm. like what we're doing seems extremely irresponsible mm-hmm. stupid insane but what we see is like harnessing our resources that we have to build something new that will later support us. Mm. That's what I see it as. I don't see it as like me just like blowing through a 401k. Yeah, we're building infrastructure. Yeah, like we have to use these resources to build our purpose or the pathway to purpose at least. And I really envision like the new earth, the thing that we're trying to work our way towards as like a commerce free or at least, you know, limited commerce type of way of being. I would I would say a physical single point of reference commerce free. Because a single point of reference. A dollar. Uh-huh. Because commerce is still a thing where there's a yeah. trade of service and yeah, trade yeah, of thing. Yeah. That, that I don't think I don't think that should be eliminated fully, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I see where I think you're going. Mm-hmm. Where there shouldn't be a we're going to work for this bill. Yeah. And have that bill be what we trade, but yeah. it's a it's it, 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 it's an equal opportunity exchange of yeah, yeah. we work, you work, and we dwell together yeah. in, that, in that exchange. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I hate to use the word socialist or socialism, <laughs> but I think for me, socialism works in on a small scale, mm-hmm. not necessarily on the small a scale, scale. On a small scale. And what we're talking about is a more socialistic uh, way of being where like, I say, okay, well, he doesn't have the money, but he does have time. He does have labor. Mm-hmm. We can make an even exchange. And, it's, and it be an exchange. Right. And it not be where some one person finds an an unbalanced amount of leisure mm-hmm. at the expense mm-hmm. of someone else's work. Yeah, right. There's this collective agreement about what is fair, what is, and that we all work. Yeah, and not even and again, there's, to that point, there's, there's of course the topic of well, I don't want to work for I don't want to work for my life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to work. I want to just enjoy life. A part of being in this in this reality is yeah. Right now, we're here to work. Right now, we're here to work. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and though, work can be purpose and play. Yeah. And it still progress you. Yeah, that is so true. Especially now, like, I think about the internet economy and how, like, prior to the internet, like, work had to be this, like, hard work, physical type of thing. Mm-hmm. But now we're in an economy of just, like, clicks and links. That's it. <laughs> And then, and then things move. Yeah, it's like, I put the link for, you know, this digital camera or something. I tell you why you should buy it. You go buy it. I get commission. Like, that that's the new economy. <laughs> that's the new economy. It's just of clicks. Right. That's it. It's of, it's of intangibles. Mm-hmm. And there's something sacred and ancient about this too, I think, because of 
it is like there's still work involved. Like you have to post your link or there is a level of work. Describe it in the description box mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it there's also a level of like it being passive with that too. Like I didn't expend a lot of energy doing that and it didn't take that long. So I have this freedom now to do what I need to do. Whatever I wonder is. if that could be a different way to uh, describe the expenditure of energy. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Where you compare, because to an extent, mental energy, if done efficiently, mm -hmm. may take less than physical energy. May take less time, you mean? Less, less, it, it might like, take less. Yeah, yeah, it, it extracts less. It extracts less. Yeah. Then physical energy. Or done, you expend less. You expend less. It doesn't extract less, you expend less. You expend less. Mm -hmm. Then small amounts of physical energy. Because I could do a few small things with my physical body and, and not progress far. Right. And still maintain my energy. Right. Or I could do a few small mental things mm -hmm. with, with, with my mind and go further with this whole internet thing. Yeah, it kind of makes me think too, like when I was in San Francisco, like working from home, sitting all day mm -hmm. and was like mentally drained, but mm -hmm. had all this physical energy. And that's mm -hmm. why I was like, oh, I have to go to the farm mm -hmm. for the whole weekend because mm -hmm. I've just been sitting, like letting this physical mm -hmm. energy grow within mm -hmm. me. But my mind can't like process anything else. Mm -hmm. My emotional body certainly couldn't because of all the like conflict and, and things going on in the workplace. But I had this desire to like go move and grow yeah. things and, and move these heavy like Whoa. barrels. So can, can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine, can you imagine what people who were able to activate every energetic body in their work? What do you mean? Every, like the emotional body, mental body. Physical body. Physical body. Yes. Like you just said. Well, that sounds exhausting though. No, it doesn't. Why not? It's efficient. It's balanced. Like you just said, you're at, you're at home uh -huh. on a computer eight hours a day. Yeah. You're sitting inactive in one of your bodies. Yeah. So you're mental, clear, active, yeah. emotional, drained. Yeah. When you're all done, I'm going to go work off this energy, this physical energy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where instead, if you garden, mm -hmm. gardening takes mental, yeah. relationship, emotional, mm -hmm. Physical energy, mm -hmm. all three using all are fully balanced and active yeah. and in community for purpose as well. Yeah. Can you imagine how, if, that, if more of us were able to actively integrate uh -huh. and turn on at the same time more aligned, yeah. all our energy bodies. That, that's true embodiment. Is it's it not? full embodiment. Yeah. When my body, mind, and spirit are all working together mm -hmm. towards the per best purpose of my soul. Mm-hmm. And I see how that is, I guess I would use that term less extractive. It's less extractive. You know, it's less, um, what's the word? Yeah, I don't know what the word is, but to me to have that full embodied experience, to be like, like you're talking about be activated. On all cylinders. In all these different levels, to be in my body fully in that way. That's what I'm like really trying to That's like. That's the goal. Yeah. Why would I like leave half of my body off and parts of me on? Why would you? Why do we? Because of the system. Because of the matrix. Because we are in this prison. Let's this not. Let's not stop there. Okay. Why do we? <laughs> Why do we like comply with it? Is that the question? 
Maybe comply. Maybe a question. That's the question I have because I got done complying because of how my body felt sick. PTSD, panic attacks because of my compliance with the system. Okay, so for... I guess, I guess the question then is... How, two questions. How, 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 how is the way out? Or how is the way in, mm-hmm. rather? Small ways to become more fully embodied. Mm-hmm. Both the act and the affordance too. So okay, I'm thinking about. And then, and then, at, at, at what point do we, yeah, the collective, understand that that is a potential for our reality? Let's pause and take a deep inhale through the nose, and let it out with a sigh. As many of you know, I am a sound healer here in Huntsville, and I offer sound baths every Sunday from three to four o'clock in the afternoon. And so I wanted to let you all know about a special series I'm doing for the month of April called the Earth Element Series. And in this series, I will be honoring one of the Earth Elements for every sound bath that I do for the month. So the first Sunday of April, we'll be honoring land spirits, The next Sunday will be sacred water. Then we'll do air, wind, and breath. Then we'll do sacred fire. And then in the fifth and final Sunday of April, we'll be honoring spirit as the fifth element. So this is really a great time to get involved in my growing sound healing community. If you're interested about sound baths or you're curious about what a sound bath is, this is a great time to join in. We always do breath work. There's quartz crystal alchemy singing bowls, some solar flare gong therapy chimes, uh, some very sacred Native American flute playing. So if you're interested in all of that, I will have links in our show description box below for you to register. And I hope to see some of you there throughout the month of April. And let's jump back in. Many things came to mind though when you just said that. I thought about this like idea I have of like building this database and matching people with resources and all this stuff so that they can like be out of the matrix, like physically, mentally, spiritually exit. But I also thought about there are people who And by matrix you mean system. The system, the society that, You don't mean this physical reality. Correct. Correct. I okay. mean, I'm talking about the restrictions of capitalism and certain norms and narratives that have been placed within our minds that limit us. So I, so that was one, like people who want to like totally do away with that. But then I think about people who look at like this idea to leave it and they're not going to want to, they want to stay in it. They, for some people, the system works. Like they like the eight hour workday or, um, 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 the busyness of it. Like some people thrive off of that. So it's like for them, is there any, is there really a reason to leave? Or, yeah. Uh, uh, sh- like, if we brought this idea up to them, they're like, hey, there's an alternative, would they even want to? And there's two reasons why they wouldn't want to. One, one potentially, their eight-hour day and their seven-day week, mm-hmm. five-day week, two-day weekend, it might fully fulfill them. Yeah. I know a couple people, like, like not that, many, but... That might be, yo, I, I'm... This whole thing where I come home and I do this yeah. and I clock in. Because some people really love routine like that. Yeah. They thrive off of the predictability. I guess the question would, be, would then be to pose to them. Mm-hmm. 
if you could, dot, dot, dot. And not the common question, if you had a million dollars. No. If you could do something mm -hmm. that had all your cylinders on fire mm -hmm. and it fuel and connect you, people who are important to you, uh -huh. and it sustain your life, yeah. what would it be? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so are you asking me that or are you posing that question to people? I'm posing it. Who want to stay within the current structure. Yeah, because to an extent within that structure, there's, there still may be a lack yeah. that they may have not been afforded a chance to consider. Yeah. This works, but... Is there something else yeah. that my makeup could be brought to? Yeah. And you know what I think is I've met people who are like somewhat spiritually conscious or whatever. Mm -hmm. like not like, you know, the most ascended or whatever, but they have like uh, this loose idea that like there's universal energy to tap into or whatever. And they understand that, that there's a, a shift happening right now, a consciousness shift, and people have literally looked at me in the eye and said, I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to go to 5D. I don't want to change. I don't, you know, I don't really care. I like what I'm doing here. So yeah. I'm just going to stay. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, you know that there's more, you know that there, you can ascend, you know that there's more available, and you just look at it and say no. Like, I'm good here. Yeah, because some people are comfortable here. This is comfortable to them. They, like, change is hard. And I guess, so, so, but, but, okay, is it, is it that or that? Is it that they're comfortable here, uh -huh. and that's good, or they don't want to change? I think it's that they don't want to change. Even if you're comfortable, though, and I, and I point it to a way to where there was more available. There's more freedom. There's more life's purpose available to you. Even if I was comfortable, I'd be like, yeah, I want to go do that, I think. I really do think so. That's you. Yeah. But then there's other people that are like, they wake up every day. Maybe, you know, they got plenty of money in the bank. They, you know, feel good. They're healthy. They're like, this is cool. Like, why change it? I like it. So I think there's going to be. I guess that also comes back to where we wrote down a minute ago. Growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, which, which is the foundation of high conversation. Yeah. And development. Yeah. Growth. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a desire to grow, you're not going to have a desire to go anywhere. And you certainly won't change or transform. Right. At all. Yeah, there has to be like that want, that desire, that that thing. Which I think is really specific to millennials. And um, like I feel like we're the first generation... Not the first generation, but we're... The most visible. Uh, yeah, we're the most vocal. In most local. And the most, like... I think about things like Occupy Wall, uh, Wall Street that mm -hmm. happened a few years ago. And how, like... That was millennials. Mm -hmm. They were like, fuck all this. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck capitalism. I'm going to be out and here it's funny on the sidewalk. There, there, there were probably about 15% of people who were from the... Um, from the... Uh, uh, the... The hippie movement. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they were there. Right, right, right. About 30% of people were from, like, the the 80s era. Yeah. Uh-huh. 70s, 70s, 80s era, that age, mm -hmm. who they were really in the rebellious. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and then the other, what's that, 60% of us? Yeah. It was us. It was young people. Yeah. Yeah. Back in, what was that, like, 2010 or so? I don't remember. 
Right or right after that? Yeah. Maybe 2012. 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long time ago. But, yeah. Um, 11 years ago. Yeah, I just feel like, and there's something about millennials too, like we just have this fire about changing stuff. Well, something that I think either you and I have discussed in the past or someone else and I discussed as well, how, if you believe in reincarnation, yeah. as, you, as you reincarnate, if you believe that, that your previous knowledge of, if you become 80 years old, okay. you've gained about 70 years or so of expanding knowledge. Okay. But your reality may not match that, both actual reality in the world mm -hmm. and your body. Mm -hmm. It can't fulfill what you now know. Why not? Because of what life is. Okay. Your body's getting older. It can't, right. it can't be that way. Right, right. Society doesn't match your internal heightened yeah, um, right. expansion. Mm -hmm. So then you die. Mm -hmm. And you reincarnate. Mm -hmm. You come back with broader knowledge, mm -hmm. younger body, mm -hmm. and you now know that there's more. Yeah. So I'm now living yeah. with, nor with, with more awareness yeah. in a new generation. Mm -hmm. and that new generation is the next generation forward. Mm -hmm. That is now using that expanded knowledge in a new way. So do you think like this this generation of us that are millennials, we reincarnated due to or because of the fact that there were certain lessons learned mm -hmm. in previous lifetimes, mm -hmm. and we all decided to come at this particular moment mm -hmm. in planetary history mm -hmm. to carry out this plan mm -hmm. to shake everything up. Mm -hmm. And to and continue on. Yeah, yeah. To rebuild mm -hmm. something that supports like an elevation of, of, yeah. of the consciousness. The person that, that, that brought that up to me was Marie, actually. Oh, really? Marie had a chakra class mm -hmm. last month, I think it was. And she talked about the chakra life cycle. Mm. And how every seven years in a person's life, mm -hmm. you develop and you upgrade. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, the story again of the, of, the, of, the, of the incarnation where you then... Get to that point, you've heightened to a certain, a certain um, uh, 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 intellectual yeah. and informational yeah. awareness that you can't continue in mm. in this body reality. Yeah. Because you because you, the, the, the body. It just kept going. Yeah. So is that like, how strict is this rule of sevens or seven years? Well, seven is also a very very natural occurrence in yeah. in, in, in the earth. Um, the number seven is has been found to, 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 to have importance. I don't know. I don't know right off the bat exactly, but seven is important for for, for cycles. Because I feel like okay, if that's the truth, then like the seventh birthday, the fourteenth birthday, the 21st, all those things they should be extra celebrated or something. They should, you know, because it's like you're, right. you're rebirthing your chakras. You're absolutely right. Like something's happening. You're absolutely you. right. So like the seventh birthday. I mean, even to go back to my to, to, to my Adventist days, the seventh day, mm. seven days of creation, quote unquote. Mm -hmm is perfect yeah seven is perfection yeah um so if you're right if you if, if we were to live and this is kind of the purpose of even our conversation and our friend leah mentioned this like yeah. there should be there could be great value in parenting around that concept uh -huh. where you know at 14 okay he's done those seven mm -hmm. been given some things yeah done seven more yeah given some things come 21 different things yeah come uh 30 28 28 to 35. 28, does some things, yeah. come 35. 
every one of those stages in life should be acknowledged as a level up. It also seems like a good time frame to like, you know, this concept of like spiritual contracts mm -hmm. and like how um, relationships even have contracts and how there comes a point where the contracts have to be edited, updated, upgraded, mm -hmm. changed. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking even like, speaking of parenting, like a child changes with it a lot within these like seven years mm -hmm. or whatever and like it seems like every seventh year there should be like this contract mm -hmm. upgrade mm -hmm. like i think about me at 28 i'll be 35 next month the way me and my mother interact mm -hmm. is very different mm -hmm. from when i was 28 to mm -hmm. now same and so we have to like you know we've had to like figure out how to talk to each other again yeah. and what topics are the right topics yeah. to talk about how to interact again yeah so you know it almost seems like that's the time frame to like have contract upgrades. You know what's funny? I think I had that around 21. A Accident, accidentally, unknowingly. What'd you do? <sighs> <laughs> I had just finished college. At 21? You finished early? Well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I went in at 17. Oh, okay. Um, so, and this is unique, very unique to me, but it's, it's irrelevant to the, to the, to the, to, 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 to the topic. I was, I moved to Alabama, to Huntsville for yeah. college. Yeah. So I didn't have much time to create um, local connections and friendships. Yeah. And most of my friendships were in college. Right. Come school done, they all left. Mm -hmm. So I was in questioning, okay, so where are my friends? Mm -hmm. They're all back home. I'm now here in the city who I don't really, really have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. I have a desire for friendship, but do I? Yeah. And what do the friendships mean that I have? It's mm -hmm. a lot. It is a lot. Whoa. So I went, I went on a quest for about five months of asking my friends questions about our, our friendship origin, mm -hmm. our friendship meaning, our friendship long-term value. And that was at 21. Wow. 22 right around that time of that of that third yeah. cycle yeah and it wasn't something that, that was like told told me to do yeah i was you just knew i was needing yeah some yeah. kind of reevaluation of i've gotta and we oftentimes just put chalk it up to puberty uh -huh. or to whatever this that these times should be cared for yeah and curated. Yes, 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 yes. There should be like ceremony or, yeah. you know, like ritual or something. And many of the indigenous people mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like these rites of passage to commemorate a change or, a, you know, this next stage of life or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and it not be done just for ritual's sake. Right. It should be done for the person. Like, right. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. Let's see what you, where yeah. you at. Let me help you steward, let me steward you through this change, this process you're going through. And we really suck at that in this society. <laughs> we like, do. Bad, like nothing sacred anymore. That's why I take um, like the spaces I make in the sound bath so seriously about mm -hmm. it being a safe space, about um, any sort of like spirit guides or entities that want to like communicate with people. Like I want to create a space for that where like that can happen because there's so few places left where we can do that kind of work. You know what I mean? What's good? Little break here to check in and let y'all know about what I do in the city of Huntsville. 
So I'm sure you can tell I enjoy holding space for movement, for breath, for inner work, for rest, and of course, all that encompasses yoga. There are a few ways to connect with me in the city um, and online as well. I lead classes every week in studios around the city that are a mixture of heated classes, non-heated classes, slow flow classes, and strength-based classes too. I also offer one-on-one sessions that include yoga, meditation, and the unique package of a six-week healing with Titus course as well. Everything I've said so far can be found either on my website at simiae.com that's S-I-M-I-A-Y-E dot com or on IG, Instagram. My handle is the fourth, T-H-A-F-O-U-R-T-H. With that in mind, I hope that you continue down the path of finding, connecting to, and releasing into your most authentic, true, healed, and conscious self. And I'll see you either online, in studio, and of course, back on the podcast. Let's hit it. Like I want to create a space for that where like that can happen because there's so few places left where we can do that kind of work. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I even think about with you being a yoga instructor and being really like frustrated with the state of yoga, how it has to exist within capitalism. Mm -hmm. Like yoga is a sacred practice, Mm -hmm. but capitalism takes it away from Mm -hmm. that type of environment. Mm -hmm. There's so few spaces left for sacred activities, Mm. you know? Mm. And it's like something I feel like, yeah, it's a sign of the times and how like things have just, the matrix has just like gone way too far with Mm -hmm. things. Um, But I feel like this concept of like a sacred space, creating these these spaces with like, you know, land and water and air and fire being like the core of everything is a, a pathway to people ascending. You know, like having a space dedicated to ritual or ceremony or connecting to the spirit or like just silent reflection, whatever it is, is like a way for society to build an infrastructure to support ascension. Mm. You know, there's like these these tangible things we can build with our bare hands, like something physical we can do to support this through Mm. buildings, through certain types of rooms, through a sound bath or whatever the experience is. Mm. It's, it's like we can do things, it's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not just about like just sit and meditate and be on your lotus flower mm-hmm. all day long. Like we could actually like do tangible work mm-hmm. to to do this. Mm-hmm. And there's resources for it. And there's people with time and skill and labor that want to. <laughs> like I'm like, why are we doing it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So yeah. that's my two cents. No, that's about fifteen cents. <laughs> That was a lot of sense, wasn't it? It was a lot of sense. A lot of currency. A lot of currency. (laughs) Currency, that word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, we have a whole conversation about what is currency? What is energetic currency? What is is money really? I really like, I really like though, and I guess we could probably kind of close up from here about how we, how you ended it with that. Mm -hmm. The, the, the need, value, and practicality of creating safe spaces mm-hmm. um sorry sacred spaces safe safe sacred spaces safe sacred You're safe whatever. sacred sacred safe spaces. And, and i i i i i think when it comes to what sacred can mean not just something that's dedicated to a particular intention because mm-hmm. that can be sacred 
also dedicated to discovering an inward awareness mm -hmm. and to then ascending mm -hmm. into that higher awareness. Like, yeah, like those are things dedicated that, way that we're all going to gather around and, and, and agree about how to like support a person spiritually, you know? And not, and one last thing before we come to the end, because you mentioned in that beginning of the, of, of the sharing about capitalism and how capitalism has destroyed the sacred the sacredness of, of yoga yeah but there's both the capitalistic system that is uh, macro mm -hmm. and even micro mm -hmm. like what am i getting from yoga mm -hmm. instead of what am i how am i ascending in yoga mm -hmm. mm. whoa right that's crazy right that's like, so crazy capitalism means i take yeah instead of i clear to receive yeah Right. Capitalism, both macro, society, infrastructure, business, other things, which are, you know, fast and real. But then the individual is also capitalistic himself, mm. herself. Yeah. We have that type of mindset. The like mindset. This tit for tat, everything has to be a transaction. If I give something, I have to get exactly that same value. Exactly. Back. Yeah. When the value isn't always tangible. Right. Right. There's some kind of inner ascension that can happen. Mm -hmm. That and is it's like, a different, higher value. And it's like, can I assign any kind of value to that? It's time and currency. But it's also like, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't assign a metric to that. You can't. I mean, it's, I guess it's, you it's, could it's, try. It's difficult to. Yeah, it's difficult. You could try to do it and like put language to it, I guess, through numbers or something. But it's like, that has more value than anything. That is value, you mm. know, like period. Mm. Nothing else really like compares to like that experience of like a human connecting into spirit. So I guess I, I, I guess I guess to 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 try and answer that, it's <laughs> it's purpose. Right. It's how it's how does me going to yoga mm -hmm. or sound bath? How does doing those things help me mm -hmm. in my purpose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does it Not happen? just help me get these things, right? Or be better at this job, right? But how do these? How does it help me in my purpose? Yeah. And when that's the reason, that's the intention of the student. Mm -hmm. It shifts how the student approaches it, how they interact with the experience. and how they yeah. give back to it. Yeah. When they see past, and like, when they leave it. Yeah. When you leave that space, you should be mm -hmm. soul filled. Mm -hmm. To didn't go do soul work. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. And it makes me think too about like, I forget where I was. I think it was another sound healer had a flyer up like promoting their sound bath or whatever. But instead of like the price, they put investment. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That word has been big for me recently. Yeah. Investment. What are you investing? What it was, this money is an investment into mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And, that, and it, any sound healer will tell you like when you come into a sound bath, you are investing into your body. Like, you are. Like the quartz crystal bowl. Yeah. And all this stuff. Do yeah. things to your, the, the structure of your bones. Your molecules. Yeah. Your to, cells. It's like the, the best way to have like physical preventative type of health things go on in your body. Like it prevents so much. From and it's like, passive as fuck. It's so passive. You don't do shit. We're doing all the work, like energetically playing instruments, all this stuff. And it's a mind, body, spirit thing. Mm. Like your in, your investment of twenty five to thirty five or whatever it is dollars, is like a full like you're experiencing the totality of the human experience in an hour. 
Yeah. Like, why would you not buy it? Yeah. <laughs> why would you not invest? Or yeah. what, you know, like it, it take nothing from you. Yeah. Except time. Uh huh. It be collaborative with someone. Mm-hmm. You're you're allowing someone else, another human. Yeah. Ideally, to do their work. Right. Yeah. And I think about it's the same way with yoga too. Like it is. I'm investing however much this this person or this studio costs or whatever. And I'm going into this movement-based activity mm-hmm. to move my body, connect with my spirit. Maybe even like all these other things happen. Like I have these downloads, mm-hmm. these new insights, mm-hmm. or these revelations, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like all these things that far surpass the twenty-five to thirty-five dollars that you spend mm-hmm. are possible. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we even assigning money to any of the stuff we do? Mm-hmm. We, we should just be like. It, and it, I know we have to end this, but. Yeah. It makes me think about how the system and government has like no fucking clue about the value of our work. Mm-hmm. How we are not just healers, so we're we're kind of like this overflow for the medical system. People <laughs> go through the medical system, don't ever get healed, start coming to us. us. So we're like a healthcare system. We're the community builders. We're the people that are like therapists. We add like all this value <laughs> to society and like the government has no idea how to classify us, how to properly tax us. Yeah. Like we shouldn't be paying taxes for the work we're doing mm. for society. Mm. Like there's this whole like misunderstanding or, or non-understanding mm. of how to support the work that we do accurately mm. that really ticks me off. Like I even think about, cause you know, I went to grad school for um, public administration. Okay. Which is like the study of Government, government budgets, public budgeting, public oh, economics, wow. all this stuff. Like, I really want to do like some kind of policy work, I think. You so, want to? Yeah. To like restructure the whole like wellness or um, spiritual space. Mm. So that I think we should be given some just sort of tax break or tax incentive. Like we should, we should be like a nonprofit and mm-hmm. we don't pay any taxes mm-hmm. to the government because mm-hmm. we're doing the government's work. We're doing the work. We're doing the people's work. The people's work, sure. The work that the government doesn't have resources to support or says they, they, they don't, mm-hmm. which they do, but they don't. Um, we do it. And then we have to pay on top of that. We're already paying like rental room fee. It like costs to do this work. Can you think about how like ethically though, this should not be. It shouldn't. We're like aligning people to their highest purpose and we have to pay to do that. <laughs> like that makes no sense whoa like a lot of like political and like activism work I think should be done for this space but I'm only seven months in and that's just my two cents and I'll stop there 12 cents this time 12 cents okay thank y'all <laughs> thank you y'all are amazing for um, following us for being our <laughs> trying to at least for trying to, trying to follow us <laughs> on social media and our platforms Spotify, Apple Music, we'll get those together. Um, but amazing for being a part of our a part of our community, um, part of our tribe in different ways, um, both locally, um, nationally, mm-hmm. globally, um, as we connect to you each in your unique ways as well. So thank you for being a part of um, what makes us us. Yeah. And for listening and for contributing as you do as well. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us being present with us Mm -hmm. we love you we love you bye and we'll see y'all next time on the on the on the podcast breathe life peace bye